Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Raymond Tisdale, Aubrey Caspi, Joey Devine, Todd Lichty, Jimmer Forget. Sean Keen, Spud Webb, Mateen Cleaves, Patreons, John L. Thank you, John. Damon Agnos. Thank you, Damon. Thank you, Drake! Musical guest, Tesla! And now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine! Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast, and we are back with another brand new episode. I'm here, as always, with America's Uncle Dad and America's uh, least uh, informed about the new CBA co-host, Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? I'm good. I'm I'm trying to get through that thing, but... Uh, how, yeah, how's know. that going? How far you're? You I have mean, a legal background. <laughs> you and yeah, be- it's, it hasn't been great. I don't. I don't understand why. Uh, somehow they they didn't re- lower the draft age so people could invest in cannabis companies. I believe that's <laughs> the main thrust of the CBA. Uh, I mean, I don't know. 
But uh, all yeah, I know, me, it seems like a big win for Spencer Dinwiddie. <laughs> all I know is we have a second apron now. So congrats. Oh, thank God. <laughs> One more apron. One more. <laughs> Let's get a third apron. Yeah, I don't know. I I I do think when I think about the things that could be fixed in basketball, I'm always like there needs to be more arbitrary lines that oh, are yeah. confusing for fans. Yeah, really to confusing why Ooh. their team can't sign or trade for players. Yeah, I like that a lot. I yeah. like I like it being confusing. <laughs> uh I like it when when people get mad. I like when four or five players have to change homes only to get waived so mm-hmm. that a billionaire can get a, a slightly more favorable tax write-off. Yeah, I also like my favorite thing about rooting for sports is uh-huh. uh, when billionaires have like a made up reason not to spend money. It's my favorite oh, thing yeah. in the world. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> yeah. That's good. Ooh, that's like, good. Just an just... arbitrary reason. Yeah. And they say it's like they say it's like a, a tax, too. Yeah. So it's like the only the only tax that actually concerns them. Guys who are paying zero dollars in income tax mm-hmm. are still uh even dodging luxury taxes yeah. in sports. Oh yeah. Oh, this is it's going to be some sweet CBA action. I'm I'm excited. I can't believe it doesn't kick in for another year. Oh my I god. Know. Why can't it kick in tomorrow? Yeah. I oh, and- I want to know exactly how much uh Joe Lacob doesn't have to spend now. Uh and to claim he's going to use uh some like some arbitrary thing to not spend you know what i mean like uh i'm not using words right now i'm i'm making as much sense as i'm sure the legalese in the cba is making right now. well the Um, other thing i'm excited is that finally those lazy excuse my french here pieces of shit like (laughs) steph curry and kevin durant milking injuries Uh intentionally spraining their mcls uh, just so they can make an all NBA team and not get off their asses for 65 whole games. And <laughs> I'm very excited that, uh, you know, we're going to see second team all NBA bam on a bio as yeah. a result. Did you see Kevin Durant's tweet about that today? Actually? Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> it's the dumbest. That is so st- 65 games. Like, did so- they? So Kevin Durant, is like, let me is, tell the listeners what Kevin yeah, Durant yeah, yeah, tweeted. <laughs> so Shane Young tweeted, Kevin Durant is now averaging 29.1 points on 61.7%, 40.4%, and 91.9% shooting splits for the entire season. And then in brackets put 47 games. <laughs> and then Kevin Durant quote tweeted it and said, don't count, didn't play 65 games. Yeah, that's the that's the other thing. Uh, it's funny because it seems like a lot of this CBA is designed for the most annoying people on Twitter, primarily. Yeah. Like, like who's um, among like actual basketball fans and players who is up in arms about someone making an all NBA team when they played 64 games. That's what Steph Curry played last year when he mm-hmm. was a uh, first team all NBA. Well, don't worry, Sean. Um, there's a game limit, but luckily it won't affect 
how much money the players make it all, right? Right, right. Like that's it's good. just a like the all NBA teams just are just trophy. sort of an arbitrary thing, right? Oh, oh actually, no, Joey, yeah. no, it's yeah, it's going to be worth uh, like forty million dollars yeah. when John Morant <laughs> doesn't make it this year. Yeah. Um, well, I look forward to um, multitudes of games towards the end of the season where uh, uh, good players play just for the tip off and then leave mm-hmm. the game. That's going to be it's so make cool. This much better. <laughs> That's what we want. We want to count things arbitrary. We need a firm <laughs> limit because it's not like people who vote can just look at that number themselves and decide. Uh-huh. Yeah. We need to make it as complicated as possible. This, was the salary cap pretty hard to understand? Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be even more uh, difficult to understand? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. We're getting a third two-way contract, baby. Yeah. It's going to well, be impossible to know what a first-place team can even do at a trade <laughs> deadline. They're only allowed – I think I think if you're, sal- if you're over the second apron uh, and somebody gets hurt, you just have to pull a fan out yeah, of the stands. because you're not allowed – I believe – Correct me if I, I'm wrong, but uh-huh. if you're over the second apron, mm-hmm. it sounds so <laughs> stupid already. You you can't you can't sign guys to a mid level exception, which fair. No, you cannot sure, do that. Which is uh, dumb, but fair. Um, uh-huh. But you also can't trade for more money than you're sending out. So you can't do the Clippers special of signing a bunch of guys for five million dollars and then trading those guys for a yeah. 15 mil an 18 million dollar player at the deadline yeah. right okay. right right even but, though both teams are consenting to that trade anyway yeah. um, i don't know if this was a joke or if it was real but i saw someone also said you can't sign guys for the veteran minimum at the buyout time yeah you can't you can't <laughs> sign buyout guys yes that is so insane <laughs> i just don't know who was negotiating because it sounds like most team executives have no idea what happened either. <laughs> and the players kind of had no idea what happened. You know who I blame, Joey? CJ McCollum. Why? Because he was too busy podcasting to go to. The no, movies. I mean, I'm just saying the players association leadership. Doesn't he seem like the most likely guy in that group to make this kind of. So here's the here's the executive committee. And maybe this will shed some light on why their priority was like. Yeah, we should be able to invest in cannabis and gambling companies. Okay, mm-hmm. here is the executive committee. President, C.J. McCollum. Mm-hmm. Dwight Powell, I believe. Uh, first vice president is Grant Williams. Uh-huh, great. <laughs> now, uh, this next guy is secretary treasurer. I swear to God, this guy feels to me like he should be the secretary treasurer of every organization he's ever been in. Mm-hmm. Uh, the model UN, the NBA's number one model UN delegate, uh, Harrison Barnes. Mm-hmm. Sure. The other, the other vice presidents are Bismack Biombo. Mm-hmm. Great. Malcolm Brogdon. Mm-hmm. Jalen Brown. Now, Jalen Brown definitely <laughs> had some <laughs> ideas about ownership and uh, Garrett Temple. Mm-hmm. I mean Donovan Mitchell. Wow, so a lot of our a lot of young children have nerdiest, ended up on this. Just it's the nerds should not be allowed to run. And this. then yeah, Jaron Jackson Jr. The thing is, they, most it people sounds don't like want they got bullied. Job. Yeah, <laughs> they got bullied and like tricked. Um, so anyway, uh, so yeah, that's that's why they're like yeah, sixty five game. That sounds good. And like like you can tell they all like like crazy ideas mm-hmm. when you could have just made things very simple 
Yeah. Well, all well, I we... know is what <laughs> this is going to lead to, because this happens every CBA, where mm-hmm. they specifically pick out an owner that is bothering them because they care about basketball and not making money. Yeah. It's going to backfire on the quote-unquote <laughs> small market owners because here's what's going to happen now. Like, uh-huh. if you're the owner of the Indiana Pacers, right, your whole idea yeah. should have been, uh, the like, my dream is to be the Golden State Warriors, right, to have drafted, right. like, five all-stars. I need to make it so... I can keep those all-stars for as long as possible, and it'll be uh-huh. annoying to help Joe Lacob in the short term, but yeah. in the long term. But now what's going to happen is teams are going to be afraid to sign second and third guys that they drafted. Well, right. I mean, before, <laughs> they freaked out about the Miami Heat, and the result was that the Oklahoma City Thunder got broken up. Yeah. Like that. that and the that's Miami exactly Heat what's going to happen this and time. And the Miami Heat have been doing business the exact same way they were before the decision. And the Thunder have just been, like, reeling and just, like, I guess we just have to have 12 rookies all the time. That's the only way it works. But that and, is exactly uh, what's going to happen oh, this yeah, time. Yeah. Is because we don't know how it's going to get screwed up for them, but it will. Uh, the Memphis owner is going to be, like, too afraid to go over this apron to sign Desmond Bain, and they're going to have to trade him. Well, Do you know what and I now mean? You, it's like, well, and that, maybe yeah. it's not Desmond Bain, but it's like something like that is going to happen several times over, and it'll be like, Wow, the Lakers somehow just because they're not afraid to uh, not have a mid-level exception because players will just want to live in Los Angeles. Right, right. Now have traded for every fourth round draft. I mean, fourth pick in the draft in the last five years. Well, you know, if you think about it. So one of the other things they did is they uh, teams can now have three supermaxes instead Mm -hmm. of two, which I don't I think they're mistakenly saying supermax. If I'm I think they mean the five year veteran, the five year rookie extension. But it Sean said supermax, but um, the supermax has not really helped smaller markets. Joey. no. It's been like kind of a like an anchor, mm-hmm. <laughs> you yep. know. Um, it's it's C1 like one Portland Trailblazers. I mean, that's about to happen. I mean, that's the sad thing <laughs> with the bla- with the with the Blazers is neither side will admit that they want Dame Lillard to play somewhere else, and it's yes. not anything against Dame. They're very thankful, but they're just at different points in their mm-hmm. NBA lives right now. But Lillard has gone, he's pushed all his chips on being the loyalty guy who stayed. Mm-hmm. And we're about a year and a half into him, not two years into him, yeah. really regretting that stance. Yeah, it's a real uh, men are from Milwaukee, dames <laughs> are from Portland situation. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And, uh, you know, it's it's like he is at the point in his career where he should do what the greatest blazer of all time, Clyde Drexler, did. Mm-hmm. And, you Demand know, just, to play with his college teammate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who is the best Weber State player? <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, the CBA is going to be a disaster, but it's probably going to be a funny one. There's so many weird things for no reason that. uh I think I think there's going to be a lot of like, 
easily predictable regret that happens. Right. It's just so funny that they do this every year, every time it comes around. They get mad at one specific owner who made some one specific rule, and then it, uh-huh. it, they cut off their own noses despite their faces. Well, um, it's, it's because they're letting a Reddit thread negotiate a collective bargaining <laughs> agreement. Where This theory... <laughs> um, Look, okay. Sean... Yeah. Uh, some business. We kind oh, of started yeah. talking about the news before <laughs> the news part portion of yeah, the right. uh, episode. Um, some business off the top. Uh, roundrockpod uh, at gmail.com, twitter.com, where we promise we do not, uh, we will not share substacks at roundrockpod. Never. Um, patreon.com slash roundrockpod if you'd like to hear Sean's bonus episodes and. Sometimes stuff for me. I need to uh, hold up my end of the deal there. Sorry. Uh, Also, you can join our Discord there, where our Discord listeners learned it first, Sean. I mean, our Mm -hmm. uh, the winner or the championship game for the uh, alumni final four has been decided. This is exciting. Sean, the winner of the David Roth bracket with... uh, 54.5% 54.5% of the vote, much closer than any of us thought it would be, uh-huh. considering he's one of the most beloved celebrities of all time, is Chris Farley. Wow. Robert Loja really making it close. Um, I mean, Loja is an excellent, I don't know, he's like a perfect alumni March Madness kid. Agreed. So. I would say all four. This was our best bracket ever, uh, at least uh, in the final four. Yeah. Um, and then the winner of the Matt Austin bracket mm-hmm. in a route, just destroying crossword puzzle king Will Shorts, Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's, Terry Kaiser from Kansas is moving on to take <laughs> on Chris Farley. And Sean, Ooh. I don't want to influence the vote here. Yes. But I would prefer if someone who was not a cast member of SNL won this uh, this uh, tournament here. That's all I'll say. I won't hmm. say which one. Right. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if we looked and we're like, wow, he was Terry Kaiser was on during the Gene Domanian years. Like he and Charles Rocket used to do coke together. Uh, I'm not saying that Terry Kaiser did cocaine. He certainly looks like he did cocaine, but I, I that's just a joke. That's that's why he got cast as Bernie. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I personally think <clears throat> that Terry Kaiser winning this bracket would be for me exactly my ideal winner for when I imagined this tournament. I think Joey itself. would actually enjoy that more than the Warriors titles in 2017 would, and 2018. Yeah. Um, uh, so th- that Google Doc is in the description of this episode. Vote mm-hmm. for your winner. Yeah. Um, it'll also be on Twitter.com, where, again, we do not share substacks. Do not worry about that. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking we of substacks. We just make fat stacks, yo. Yeah, we don't do that either. Uh, speaking of substacks, um, Sean, uh, a friend of ours with a substack gave us a phone call. He did. Sean. 
Sean and Joey can't come to the phone right now, but luckily phones are the domains of me, a robot. If you know the extension of Tillman Fertita, please dial it now. Press 1 to have a single beer with Zach Lowe. Press 2 for Senegal-related inquiries. Press 3 for Movie Times read by Brooke Lopez. Press 33 to hear problematic things Bill Simmons wrote in the early 2000s. Press 0 at any time to leave a message for Sean and Joey. That's right, you two can leave a message for Sean and Joey, just dial 323-682-0342. Once again that number is, 323-682-0342, please give me a call, being a robot is a solitary road. Alright Sean, um, we got a phone call mm-hmm. from the man, the myth, the legend himself about mm-hmm. a man, a myth, a legend. Here is the host of the Turtle Behind podcast, <laughs> uh, Corbin A. Smith, uh, talking about LaMarcus Aldridge retiring. Oh, hey, what's up, big corbs? Yuck, yuck. Calling in uh, because Joey and Sean asked me to call in to talk about LaMarcus Aldridge officially retiring. I'm being 100% honest with the fellas in the audience right now. I like I like went through all of my Lamarcus Aldridge retiring feelings like a while back. The first time he retired and I wrote about it over at Willamette Week. Check it out. Wweek.com slash Lamarcus Aldridge. What? Um uh but I can you know, I like him, so I'll go through it again, I guess. Uh, you know, Lamarcus Aldridge uh, he was a basketball player. Uh, during a time, look, okay, the Portland Trailblazers in the beginning of the decade, they're supposed to be the shit, right? And then, uh, Roy and Odin, they got it. So, turns out, uh, they weren't the shit. Whoops. But, uh, even though there was this, uh, fallout from them not being the shit, uh, they did, uh, still employ the services of Mark Saldridge who I think served uh, nobly in the cause as a big man who sometimes shot too many jumpers, not shooting threes, but, uh, you know, it was pretty sick. Decent defender. You know what? Sick. Sick isn't the right word. He was a big dog, all right? That's what he was. The Blazers needed a big dog at a certain point when... Like, everything was supposed to fall out for them. And, uh, and, uh, and Lamarcus all just willing to be that big dog. I will also, like, one of the best offensive lineups you could see in your entire fucking life. Andre Miller, Wes Matthews, uh, Nicholas Batum, Gerald Wallace, Crash himself, Blazer legend, even though he was not even there for a whole year. Lamarcus Aldridge. Murderous offensive lineup that also had Gerald Wallace in it. And, uh, that was, uh, you know, I think we could all agree that was the height of Blazer basketball. <laughs> and that Andre Miller is, in fact, the only acceptable point guard the Portland Trailblazers have ever had. Um, so that's all. Uh, let's get Andre back on the squad. 
You know, I think he's looking to get back in the NBA. I think we can all agree. Uh, that game is eternal. Uh, Steve's is eternal. Uh, and his power, his uh, psychological and, uh, you know, frankly, sexual power, Andre Miller's is overwhelming. But yeah. Well, you know what? I hope that when I retire someday... Uh-huh. Someone talks about how hot Andrea Miller is uh, mm-hmm. during my retirement speech. Thank you, Big Corbs. That, that was uh, great. Thank you, Lamarcus Aldridge, for your service. <laughs> Joey, uh, before this call, did you realize Andre Lamarcus Aldridge had retired again? I did only because I'm on Twitter uh, yeah. 20 hours a day. Yeah, um, he did not. He did not play this season. I know he tried uh, out for the Dallas Mavericks. When he tried out. He tried out for them in like February. So yeah. he he basically decided to retire once he wasn't coming back this year. And you know what? That's I think that how do you how do you really hate on that? That a guy just wanted to keep playing basketball. You know. Speaking it's, of the Dallas Mavericks, I know we yeah. have more reader voicemails. I want to get. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I don't see it on the list here, and I think we need to talk about it. Um, uh huh. How much are you enjoying the fact that uh, Mark Cuban is losing his fucking mind, Sean? Well, I'm loving it, obviously. (laughs) Uh, But my favorite thing about um, the Mavs meltdown is that Kyrie is skating. Mm -hmm. Like, Kyrie hasn't really done anything. I thought it would blow up more when he left the team to go to a funeral of uh, an anti-violence activist. Uh-huh. But, but A, that's not really controversial. He didn't like leave. He didn't like miss a game for that, you know? Yeah. Um, He just got, he just had a bad foot. Like he gets hurt. Uh, But that this is almost an entirely Cuban specific meltdown. Yeah. And it's incredible. Uh, Okay. Well, so you saw, well, first off, yeah, we yeah, should yeah. say uh, you saw the, Mavericks essentially bowed out of trying to make the play-in game tonight, right? Are they benching everybody? Yeah, they're benching everyone but Luca. Everyone oh but Luca. Is, uh... <laughs> that is that is so wild because aren't they like tied almost? <laughs> they're they have the same record as the ten seed. Yeah, so Dallas. Why is are they bowing out of Mark, making the play? Stein says Dallas appears to be prioritizing draft position over its dwindling play in chances now. Kyrie Irving, Josh Green, Tim Hardaway Jr., Maxi Kleber, and Christian Wood all out tonight. So their their draft position <laughs> is tenth, by the uh-huh. way. Uh, well, I guess they do have a top ten protected pick for the Knicks. Oh my God, I. I have to say, I'm going to pick a specific team here. I want the Toronto Raptors to jump into the top four. That's what I really want. Like, get a high pick and bump the Mavericks out so they go down to 11 and they still lose their pick after this cowardly behavior at the end of the season. Mm -hmm. God, that is sad. Like, like it's one thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Before that, for no reason, uh, Mm -hmm. last week. Um, several things happened. Uh, okay. Mark Cuban, uh, out of nowhere, said that uh, Jalen Brunson was going to sign there until his dad got involved. That is um, demonstrably start- not true, yeah, but uh-huh. yes. In which, fact, every Mavs person was like, nope. Which I think, though, was um, sort of a reaction to something else that was happening with a famous NBA dad. Um, 
Tim Hardaway had to apologize. Tim Hardaway <laughs> Sr. Yes, he did. Had to apologize for saying that um, uh, Luca was not a good leader. <laughs> and what, what would well, Tim well, Hardaway did, really did say? Da- did Dad apologize? Or I know the son was like, "I don't, I don't endorse what my dad said about my friend sucking." Uh, but I didn't know that. Uh, I think Tim Hardaway Sr. also apologized. Yes. Uh, I, I mean, he, um, I mean, he apologized. The, the only thing I have is that he made an apology about saying that a, a player was getting raped on defense he when he that, was allowed yeah. behind the, this last time. Uh, I don't think he apologized. I think the son apologized Fair like enough. on his behalf. My mistake. Uh, yeah, Hardaway apologized on his father's behalf. Yeah, well, you know what, though? <laughs> I gotta say, Tim Hardaway Sr. was correct. I'm just gonna go out on a limb there. Uh, well, he called him a crybaby. He said yeah. <laughs> Luca and Kyrie are not leaders and they're complimentary dominant basketball players. Uh, he also called Dorian and Spencer defensive anchors and that he wouldn't have made the Kyrie Irving trade. <laughs> Wow, just because the season went directly into the toilet and they've gone from the fourth place team in the West to uh, (laughs) resting their players to preserve draft position, even though I. Oh, my God. So, yeah. So so Mark Cuban said that he also said, like, he loves Kyrie Irving and he wants to sign him, but he wouldn't commit to giving him a max. So he's already laying the foundation for Kyrie leaving. Uh, also, yeah, uh-huh. he, um, he protested a game. He protested uh, and then the game. NBA made fun of him. The NBA uh. made fun of him and made him. So, so they protested the game because uh, there was some confusion. Uh, the, the Warriors basically got to inbound the ball while the Mavs were at the wrong side of the basket uh, because they misunderstood a referee signal. And then the Mavs own announcer said it was Mavericks ball. Mm-hmm. However, the Mavericks were still at the wrong place to inbound the ball. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway. Uh, and you, you just can't protest something that happens in the third quarter because uh-huh. the idea because is you lost a game. You had 15 minutes to win the game. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it's not like, it didn't happen. I mean, we with, all, uh, we seven all like seconds left in the well, game. Well, and yeah. like, and like, when a game is like one hundred and twenty to one eighteen, uh, we we all kind of acknowledge in basketball that there's going to be a couple calls that go the wrong way. Yeah. Um, but they also made Mark Cuban admit that what he tweeted about it was incorrect. Mm-hmm. Yep. In in Which, the denying the way, his protest, uh, had like a hundred thousand characters and it appears he only bought twitter blue to make that tweet and then the next day was complaining uh he's publicly he's losing to thousands Elon of followers about yeah. twitter blue yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah yeah that he's losing 500 to a thousand followers a day i mean when elon musk and mark cuban are talking the worst people in the entire world are listening mm-hmm. yep so uh i mean i'm and listening but i'm Kevin also O'Connor pointing fingers damn shots fired uh so yeah it's a total meltdown and um i gotta say the brooklyn nets have to be feeling pretty good about that 2029 pick and the Los Angeles Lakers have to be feeling pretty good about signing Luka Doncic when his contract is. 
But they won't have a mid-level exception, Sean. Oh, you're right. Luca won't <laughs> That's play why for they the mid-level. Yeah, you're, yeah. right, you're right. You're right. You're um, right. <laughs> they're playing chess. I'm uh, playing checkers here. Uh, um, boy, what a satisfying failure. And also, it's it's just amazing that Kyrie Irving's hands are like completely clean. Yeah. He did He's nothing. He's been an this ideal time. teammate. Yeah. They're pinching him. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Um, all right. Uh, the Mavericks failed Kyrie Irving the first time he hasn't failed a team <laughs> in five years. Um, all right, Sean. We got another call from our friend oh, yeah. John L., one of our mm-hmm. favorites. Yeah. Hi, it's Sean and Joey. It's John L. Uh, I don't know if you saw that. Uh, we're getting close to uh, Charles Barkley getting his own show on CNN, or I guess he's getting a show with Gail King on CNN. And I heard this, and I was thinking about how we measure time. I was thinking about when Anthony Scaramucci got fired from the Trump administration and how after that, you know, any time you know, someone would get fired from something or, or anything would happen, people would start saying, oh, he lasted four Scaramucci's, or this thing was 11 Scaramucci's. And so my question for you is, how many Chevy Chase shows do you think uh, the new Barkley show will last? Uh, thanks. It's okay, going to so- be on for ever. This show's going to be on forever. I'm going to tell you that right now. So a uh, hundred thousand Chevy Chase shows. Like, I, I don't even know <laughs> how to because CNN just puts stuff on and it's on forever. So, okay, so the Chevy Chase show is five weeks. Uh, the Magic Hour, I believe, is eight weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, it's going to beat both of those. Also, I don't, I still don't totally understand how they can do this, Joey. What do you mean? Uh, well, like, Gail King doesn't work for CNN. She mm-hmm. hosts the morning show on CBS, which... Seems like a better job than this, except I guess you have to get up really early. Mm-hmm. So, like, can she do both? I, I don't understand. It makes a little more sense because at least CNN and uh, TNT have the same parent company. Mm-hmm. So I get how that works. Um, does it seem to you like Charles Barkley doesn't want a job where he works every night, Joey? <laughs> I just don't think this is going to involve him working every night. Plus, I think this show is going to be amazing. It's going to be great, dude. First off, (laughs) Gail King is like the female Charles Barkley in that everyone just loves hanging out with her. Yeah, she's (laughs) I mean, she's a really good uh, morning show host. She like uh, I, I think that. Uh, look, now that I am in a relationship with someone who is more involved in PR, mm-hmm. I watch the Today Show and the er- is the early show, I think, on CBS. Uh, Gail King runs a professional operation. Mm-hmm. She remind you know who she reminds me of actually is uh, James Brown in a studio show. And here's what I'm going to I'm going to pitch right now. OK, great, great. great. She's not going to do this for for anybody but Gail King. Okay. But when there's an episode that the two of them cannot appear on, they uh-huh. need to do an episode that is co-hosted by Oprah and whoever Charles Barkley's best friend is. Well, I mean, it's like or Ernie Johnson or Kenny no, Smith. It's, it's, it's one of the inside uh, guys. No, it, that's not his best friend. His best friend is like a random doctor he met in a hotel. 
You know this about Charles Barkley. His favorite, his best friends are all weird, random people. Remember that story about that Chinese immigrant doctor that he went, that he met at a hotel one time and then became best friends? That's his best friend in the world. I'm reading the the Barkley uh, biography for the podcast right now. We mm-hmm. have not gotten to that. Chuck is still in high school. Yeah, as well, far as I've got. his best um, friends are going to be some guy who he bought who bought him a beer at like a Radisson Hotel in Iowa for some reason. And Oprah Winfrey, <laughs> you do a host, you do a show where their best friends host when they oh can't appear. <laughs> I would I would love I would love to have Charles's backup sub be one of his best friends, uh, Tiger Woods, who doesn't field, doesn't answer any questions. He's just interviewing people and like it's like him interviewing a Navy SEAL mm-hmm. or like talking to, uh, I don't know, like uh, the the state senator from Tennessee who just got kicked out. And then Tiger interviews him. But yeah, this is so much better than CBS's normal um, C- CBS CNN's normal pro- programming, which is like a serious version of I love the 90s now all the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's like, yeah, it, or it's like the relative of a politician shouting. Yeah. Who then it turns West out wing yeah. writer. Yeah. Like like every you, you just watch and you're like. Okay, 40% of the people on my screen right now have at least been investigated for sexual harassment at work. Uh, Yeah, so I think the idea is they want to do it like Larry King Live. Like, I don't think it's going to be like a live show, but I think it's going to be more interviews. Yeah, it's like the Charles Grodin show, which used to be, which was also on one of these networks forever. People don't remember that, but do you remember Charles Grodin hosted a really boring talk show? (laughs) Well, it was funny because he was, his whole thing when he went on talk shows was to be as difficult as possible. And then the evolution of that was hosting his own like NPM, CNBC, like Charlie Rose with Charles Grodin. Okay, what if they did a version of The Cube? (laughs) look they're gonna send them on so many they're gonna like just fill this out right it's like they're gonna film all of these in like a month you know what i mean they're gonna work really hard for like a month but it'll be lots of them doing stunts oh like yeah like remotes yeah Yeah. Um, and it's gotta be places where chuck might be going anyway yeah uh, so like where various golf courses are. Um. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta find like a story about race or food near a golf course or a casino mm-hmm. or that Chinese doctor's house. Um. um all right. Uh. Anyway, I look yes. forward to watching Chuck and Gail <laughs> on TV at a hotel room the next time I'm at a hotel because that is the only place <laughs> does I have real cable. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> All right, Sean, uh, we got five quick questions from our friend Texty Mist Eliza. Um, Here we go. I'm just going to run them down for you real quick. Ready? Better SNL cast member, Bill Murray or Phil Hartman? Uh, Phil Hartman. Yeah, it's easily Phil Hartman. More more versatile. Bill Murray's great at being Bill Murray, you know. Mm, Uh, Better food, super stew. We're just talking about SNL. It's okay. (laughs) 
Uh, Stu. Uh, better movie, Goodwill Hunting or The Town? Um, I think Goodwill Hunting is a better movie, and I'm more affectionate about it. But I think I would rather watch The Town if it popped up on TNT. Sure. Uh, better power forward, Marvin Bagley the third or Jaleel Okafor? Uh, MB three just for the beats, and uh, Okafor is like barely shoots well enough to be a center. It feels like. Uh, better revolutionist, Lenin or Mao? You gotta give me that Lenin. Um. All right. Uh, and then we got one more question from John L. Would Montel uh, Jordan be getting reality show gigs in 2023 if not for how he uh, how we do it? Yeah, how we do it. The interactive uh, prank show mm-hmm. run by Howie Mandel. It was not a hidden camera show mm-hmm. because they were fake auditions. And uh, what was the theme song to that show, Joey? Uh, is it, this is how we do it. This is how we do it. Yeah, by Montel Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's also a great episode of Delocated where he has a, a prank show called John. He does it. Mm-hmm. Love. love and, the, and the theme song is this is how he did. Anyway, <laughs> this is John. He does it. Um, um, <laughs> one of the greatest episodes of a truly great show. Uh, all right. Should we? Oh, we have one uh, final four related voicemail. Yeah. We asked for voicemails. I'm sorry. This one. From MM. We uh, only got one, but it was... It's yeah. a good one. Here we go. To find the deserving winner of the Round Ball Rock Alumni Tournament, start with a nine-letter word. That means a video clip of a bad moment that happens at a sporting event. Remove the seventh letter of the alphabet and add in the 18th and the 26th. <laughs> then unscramble the letters and you'll get the deserving winner of the tournament. Well, I'm sorry, MM. No Will Shorts. Yeah, uh, no, uh, that that you take low light, you take out the G, <laughs> you add the R and the Z. We get it. That was a good. That was a good. It's always, a great bro. call, though. I love it. Was a really, it. really good call. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go to the news real quick, and let's yeah. do these. We've done the important news, I think. So let's yeah. just run through these pretty fast here. Um. This is Round Ball Rock News, basketball news, for humans and robots. Trust the process. Well, Sean, uh, the Sacramento Kings have done it. They are they they've made the playoffs. Uh, They did what the pizza guy himself could not do make the playoffs i cannot find the pizza guy drop i'm sorry uh, it's okay it's, it's i'm okay. sorry pizza guys i'm sorry isaiah thomas congratulations <laughs> oh wait here it is what kind of guy is isaiah thomas he's quick fiery and determined and i'm a pizza guy that's why i'm loving the fresh from scratch pizza at pizza guy are you a pizza guy then get the pizza guys real pizza real value pizza guys Congratulations, Sacramento Kings, on being playoff guys. Congratulations to the Railroad Museum, to the place in Old Town with the big bin candy, to the weird mm-hmm. ziggurat in, in West Sacramento. Congratulations to Ladybird, to, Lady to Sasha Gray, to everybody at Taco John's, uh-huh. to everybody at the How About Arden Center, to the Sacramento Punchline and the Sleep Train across the, the mini mall 
from the Sacramento punchline? Mm-hmm. What are we leaving out? Uh, Chris Weber's Jess- closed restaurant Jessica- in Natomas. <laughs> Jessica Chastain. That's right, Jessica Chastain. <laughs> um, oh, much love, Tesla band Tesla. Uh, Murs? The is the rapper Murs from there? The Deftones or the Deftones? I think from the Sacramento? Deftones are there. The river, the River Cats, baby. Um, Rayleigh Field, all over Sac State. Let's go, Golden Gators. That fake Golden Gate Bridge they have in the middle. Why? I don't know. The historic landmark of the jail, which is in mm-hmm. the cityscape background of the Sacramento Punchline. <laughs> That park that has every tree in California in it. Oh, cake. Cake, the band cake. Yeah, we Hell yeah, the, the band most cake. Important, the most important Sacramento. Uh... The, the, the lavender district that's the gay part of Sacramento, but it's only like a two by two block. LeVar <laughs> Burton. LeVar Burton. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Uh, Brie uh, Larson. That's right. That's uh-huh. right. My dog, Gray Davis. Uh, Molly Ringwald. Molly, wow. <laughs> I didn't know that stuff. Uh, and what else do people, what else, what else Colin do Hanks. Like? Colin, what? It says born oh. and raised. I don't I guess know, that's, man. I guess that's probably right. Sam Elliott. <laughs> this is yeah, a good right. list. This is a, well, good, is a list. good list. Sacramento is, is a full, isn't Joe Morgan from Sacramento? Uh, probably. I don't see him on this list. Do you know who is, though? Oh. I don't know if he's from there, but he lived there at one point. Morton Downey Jr. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, wait, Morton Downey Jr. lived in Sacramento? Uh, he's on the list of I notable people I thought he was like Captain New Sacramento. Jersey. I, look, I'm just telling you. <laughs> okay. Uh, are there any attractions we're leaving out that we have? Oh, the, the fair. The fair. The biggest livestock <laughs> in California. And a weird fascinating display where every county gets to do something and san francisco just usually sends a banner about what team won a championship league <laughs> wait, last wait this one's gonna blow your mind sean chuck uh-huh. chuck chuck Ooh. the oh, band oh, that's three oh, exclamation oh. points um they're <laughs> apparently <laughs> from sacramento <laughs> wow tell giuliani <laughs> uh creed bratton um <laughs> Oh, the who plays Creed Bratton on the uh-huh, office? Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. Um I'm not seeing anybody else. It's really uh Death pretty Grips. Good. Uh is that a band? Yeah, that's like uh Oh, I thought that was Sasha Gray. Hey, <laughs> uh, that's right, everybody. Lee Greenwood. Oh, he's proud to be a Sacramento one. <laughs> or at least he knows he's free. Herb Kane? Wow. Um, Joan Didion? I gotta say, whoa. (laughs) Honestly, I gotta say, uh, props to Natomas, to Roseville, Mm -hmm. to Elk Grove, where I'll be performing in July, actually. I'll be headlining Comedy Under the Stars. Uh, Davis. uh, Wait, why is Mark Twain on this list? He's not Murder Burger. Everybody at Murder Burger. So that place is an (laughs) open Uh, What's the place that has the cheese skirt? Oh, uh, that burger know. place. I don't, I don't know. Sorry, I don't know either. Um, uh, yeah, that's all I got. The comedy spot. Uh, anyway, Ray Molina, comedian Ray Molina, <laughs> Chaz Hawkins, Johnny Taylor Jr. Funny. Johnny Taylor Jr. These are funny <laughs> guys from Sacramento. We're acting sarcastic, but all three of those guys are really funny. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
Uh, congratulations to the Kings, who are probably going to play the Warriors in a series that will divide Highway 80. Well, I'll tell you that. I'll tell you what, if they are playing the Warriors, uh, the Kings are going to win at least two games because the Warriors will fuck around. All right. I do not have faith in the Warriors. No, All right. I'm just I'm just saying if you're going to have any draw, they have lucked into. Uh, I mean, for it. And again, this is not displaying faith in the Warriors. I'm just saying they are fortunate to not have to play uh, Phoenix. They're 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 fortunate to be on the opposite side of the bracket. Uh, if things play out like this, see, they'll be I on the opposite want, side of the. Br- I want Phoenix, Sean, and here's why. Why is that? As a Golden State Warrior fan, the only team I'm confident they won't fuck around against is the one with Kevin Durant and Chris Paul on it. Um, Mm -hmm. Because they'll be they'll be mad. Yes. (laughs) Well, that Uh, team has never lost since Kevin Durant arrived there. I'm just saying. But yeah, they'll be on the (laughs) but they'll be on the opposite side of the bracket as the Nuggets and Suns. And then the Grizzlies probably have to play the Lakers before round two. And uh, anyway, it's for a team that's not very good, there's speaking a, we'll of the at 44 wins. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, our friend Harrison Fagan <laughs> tweeted last night uh, something that made us both lose our mind, mm-hmm. which was important Lakers update. Michael Thompson, Clay Thompson's dad, of course, for those that don't can't see how it's spelled, just came back from the commercial break on 710, explaining that he orders in and out protein style because he, quote, has buns at home, then puts it in the fridge to heat up later. Quote, I have a system, he explained. Sean. Yeah. Some people we know were really losing their mind about this, but yeah, yeah, I yeah. have a take, which I mean, is... Ahead. I can't judge this until I hear what his system is. That's, you know what? It's a good point. But here's the thing. <laughs> when I when I read it at first, I I I love the phrase has buns at home. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because it reminded me of uh former uh Toronto mayor Rob Ford mm-hmm. when confronted about allegations that he had performed uh oral sex on a staffer. He mm-hmm. said he had plenty to eat at home, mm-hmm. yep. which is the grossest thing a politician has ever said. Uh, R.I.P. Rested power, Rob Ford. Uh, but I didn't. OK, so I'm on board with him because In-N-Out buns are trash. They're not good. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, they're they're kind of mealy. I don't I don't get it compared to other other burgers. But the fact that he's putting them in the fridge and like cooling them down mm-hmm. in the lettuce that like confounded me because mm-hmm. I now I'm like what it, again it, the question is what is the system yeah I can't because judge I this get, until I, I hear the system because I I, I kind of get that he puts him protein style and then he's got his buns at home and he makes the transfer mm-hmm. but clearly there I'm there are like four or five steps that yeah. I haven't even considered in here so anyway, um, we will try and get Michael Thompson on for 10 minutes to t- explain the in and out system. I believe I don't believe that will happen, but we will try. I'm he will at least... at least answer a tweet, I bet, if we ask him. Yeah, um, yeah. He loves to tweet. 
Yeah. Uh, we love Michael Thompson, one of the NBA good guys. Um, mm-hmm. uh, speaking mm-hmm. of another NBA good guy, Austin Reeves. Just kidding. He's not an NBA good guy. He's I mean, getting he a might, signature might shoe. Yeah, he is. Um, uh, the with, Chinese company. Yeah. Go, you say this name. I don't know how uh, to say I think name. they're called Rigorer, uh-huh, which sounds... Okay. which. Because they're a Chinese shoe company, just seems like they're opening themselves up to hack comedians from the 1980s. Uh-huh, yeah. uh, it could be like Rigorer or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't know. I hate saying it because I couldn't say the letter R until I was 10 years old. Mm-hmm. And it still gives me flashbacks to even look at this word. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh, his shoes are called the AR1s. Uh-huh. Which not to great. Me is like that sounds like a gun. It's, it it, it absolutely have, sounds like a gun. You can't have an NBA. The NBA is most like he the, like, look, Austin Reeves is obviously not this. He is. But fr- he, he is like the most Dylan Roof esque NBA player possible. He just seems like <laughs> I'm not saying he looks like he's in a militia, but he definitely knows someone who's yeah. joined the militia. Yes. You know what I yeah. mean? I don't think he's necessarily like a school shooter, but like insurrectionist insurrectionist adjacent yes yeah yeah so uh i tried to find the the five least expected people in the nba who have signature shoes well, joey it's matthew delavadova is number one well, he is number one he is number one the other ones uh did you know that uh spencer dinwiddie had a signature shoe joey? i did with a uh, weird company, uh, another Chinese company, right? I didn't bother to look up who it was. Uh, Aaron Gordon has a signature shoe, That's which weird. I mean, right? Because a lot of things about Aaron Gordon suggest he would have a signature shoe. And then I'm like imagining the person who would buy Aaron Gordon's signature shoe. OK, so I, I believe Spencer Dinwiddie's shoes are his own. Oh, um, oh, oh. well, so anyone can technically have their own signature shoe yeah, then i i don't uh i don't think they're, they're called they're a kairos Brit, yeah with an eight it's i i think they're kairos kairos yeah right? he founded his own signature his own shoe company kairos um so that one doesn't count <laughs> sorry these, Spencer, uh, these shoes do not look great i gotta say um i mean it's cool he started his own shoe company I mean, you but... don't look that bad i'm, I'm not, now now that i'm looking at some of the other ones i don't like the s logo or the sure. eight or whatever it's supposed to be but uh so okay. it looks like aaron gordon's are with someone named 361 degrees yeah that sounds like the kind of math Aaron Gordon would do. Um, well, it's one degree <laughs> so beyond. Like, yeah, one degree beyond. Um, that, that, um, <laughs> those are shoes to lose a dunk contest in. Um, All right, did he? I, I this one, I kind of get it, but also I cannot imagine anyone buying them. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the 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 CJ McCollum signature sure. shoe? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I uh, mean, you, going, <laughs> those <laughs> like. Uh, He's with Lee Ning. Um, okay. Okay. And then that's Dwayne Wade's shoe company yeah. as well, well. I mean, yes. He doesn't own it, but uh, yes. <laughs> uh, Gordon Hayward is with Clay Thompson's shoe company, mm-hmm. Anta, uh, the Anta Gordon Haywards. And I that's can't really think sad. of anyone who would buy a Gordon Hayward signature shoe, but also looking at these shoes, I just can't see anyone buying 
one of these <laughs> shoes. One of them kind of looks like it's Celtic colored and you'd like buy it as a prank. By the way, when I went to the 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 Anta shop, I immediately got a pop up that someone in Milpitas had purchased a Clay Thompson hat. So thank you, Cookies on Anta's website. So those are the five. Uh, I got to say, Austin Reeves might earn a signature shoe more than three of those five people. I can mm-hmm. see that. Sure. Um, and I, I wanted to add one thing. This isn't really a news story, but uh, <laughs> I don't know why it seemed relevant to us. Uh, the Miami Heat uh, have added Cody Zeller to their rotation. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they wanted some old white guys. Kevin Love, by the way, drew four charges last night, mm-hmm. which got him actually an automatic induction into the College Basketball Hall of Fame. You <laughs> know who did it in the NBA. Uh, they're like, you're going in right next to Jimmy Bayheim, baby. Um, but Cody Zeller, apparently, uh, because he and Jimmy Butler love playing together, he suggested a nickname for their duo because everyone was looking for a shorthand way to refer to Cody Zeller and Jimmy Butler as a unit, Joey, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that nickname is Black Man and Robin. Sounds about right. Uh, that's sounds like a real right, yeah. Miami Heat joke. <laughs> yeah, I feel it like. really is. <laughs> Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, I think that's our show, Sean. Yeah, we somehow stretched it. this one out. Um, <laughs> uh, Sean, you have to go wine tasting. I'm going uh, wine tasting with two puppies who, uh, yeah, with Pinot Noir and Junebug. Mm-hmm. So, but pretty exciting. They're, um, also, Joey, you know, I Sean, talked about how the, I, I gotta say, quite the turnaround here in the last year from going from a child guy to a dog guy. I know. I don't know it, where it, you go next. It um, It's going to be great. I'm going to be a wine guy or a, oh, I'll, I'm going to just be a reply guy. Actually, that's no. those are going to be my yeah. my favorite. Just anybody. If you're uh, a comedian, Oakland dog in, dad defiant, Oakland dog uh, dad defiant. Uh, it's going to be politicians and aspiring female comedians with public Instagrams between the ages of 21 and 27. Uh, that's my reply. guy, uh, Joey, you know how I've spoken on the podcast before about uncomfortable about being my dad's father say that again you know remember i was telling you that i i didn't feel comfortable referring to my dog as being like okay yeah i think yeah. you said my dad's father that's oh what no was no no oh sorry my dog's me. father yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure, it's sure, not sure, a sure. time travel paradox yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> i was like did you get uh <laughs> did you get vice versa um. so so what i did do yesterday because i was feeling like uh my girlfriend started referring to me as the dog's stepdad, which made me much more uncomfortable than just being called the dog's dad. So I played uh, Shaquille O'Neal's song, Biological Didn't Bother, about uh, his stepfather, Phil. Well, that's good. Did it make you feel better? It made Pino feel a lot better, too. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Um. Anyway, congrats on the wine tasting. Congrats on the dog. Sean, mm-hmm. uh, where can people read your writing? Uh, you can read it at yardbarker.com slash NBA, where I have a Shaquille O'Neal update. I'll have a Shaquille O'Neal update on the Patreon about him getting a fish tank uh, and on Golden State of Mind. Also, Giants Baseball Insider. Great. Uh, and uh, you can see me. I'll be uh, closing out the punchline on Tuesday, April 25th in San Francisco. 
Uh, and then as for me, you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where on April 1st, I tweeted, I watch all the NASCAR races I can to learn as much as possible. My takeaway is, A, you do not want to be leading late because you might get wrecked. And B, if you're not leading late, you just wreck the people in front of you. I'll continue to race clean and hope for the best. Wow. Okay. Not passive aggressive at all. Yeah. Um, uh, Trust the process. Trust the process. And uh, shut it down. I don't. You got to do better on these CBAs, players. Yeah. (laughs) I don't practice in the arena. They don't let me shoot the ball. I should be out of the league, but I'm seven feet tall. If I could find that Josiah, he owns the Brooklyn Nets. Well, first I'd ask if they could use a Turkish vet. Where I really want to go, it's China. My political beliefs I can't define. Well, it's attention I need. Oh, my soul is in Turkey. Early in the morning, rising up to tweet. Lighting up Americans about Nikes on their feet. Got to find a reason, a reason to slam LeBron. Got to find a way to escape racing Erdogan. I got some black teammates, I think they should shut up. I couldn't stop the sixth grader from taking it to the cup. I'm Rockefeller cause if I play for your team I'm gonna be in the cellar Only fight online cause I gotta grow a pair Once I broke my arm from punching a chair I'm a scholar, here's my personal philosophy Taking money, giving to the Republican Party I handlers what I got, the CIA stats right out They're the ones who got JFK shot A CIA job, it's what I got I said remember that, a CIA job, it's what I got This is a dork fought with Cleveland in New York, but he couldn't get a reaction from LeBron James. He tried to take a poke while defending Frankie Smokes. His tough guys act as a joke towards LeBron James. Portland gave him an awful sheet, then he tried to beat up a padded seat. I know John Bolton is still his good friend. He's gonna get a subsec and it's never gonna end. I get caught for three seconds in the key. I'm an elbower and a pusher. Like Adam Silver, friends with Jared Kushner. 2013 cool. Tell me, are you a ghoulinist? Are you a feminist too? Ain't got no shoe, deal no more. Play defense like a Toriador I'm a 
such a chump Won't somebody introduce me to Trump? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.